Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Is everybody in? Is everybody in? Is everybody in? The ceremony is about to begin. everybody, Ben and Woods, 97.3 The Fan. Let's get our heads right on a Wednesday. Great to be here with you this morning. Uh, and we say it, say it every day. Wet. It's wet and nasty outside. It sucks. We get it. We get it, Mother Nature. You're very powerful. And you can impose your will at will. And we understand. you. We have taken you for granted here in San Diego. And you are very powerful and strong. And we've had enough at this point, I think. Um, good morning, everybody. I'm Woodsy. That is uh, Paul Rindel. He's our executive producer. Good morning, Paulie. Uh, at the point that we started getting tornado warnings yesterday, I think yeah. that was the we understand. Uh, waving the white flag we get it. to Mother Nature. We get it. You're so strong, and you're so powerful, and you're just ever-present and omnipresent, and Oof. you're just so powerful, and uh, we appreciate you. Uh, speaking of uh, omnipresent and ever-powerful, Benjamin Higgins, your friendly neighborhood sports anchor, joins us as well. Good morning, Benjamin. Hello, everybody. Very moist. Out there today it was wet. Yeah, I had to sh- shake my jacket off when I came in this morning. It was uh, soaked, and I think this is the last worst of the storm. Is, is uh, it? Yeah, Megan Perry last night was going. The final big cells are coming through on the early, early commute this morning, and then um, 
should be the end of the storm. That's the good news. The bad news is she's tracking another one that's coming tomorrow. Oh, killer. And Friday, which awesome. is uh, not quite as big or as bad and bold as the one that we just had. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, we're not quite done with the rain for the week. I uh, was in a bit of a trance this morning. It'll get you, right? I'm driving in, and I'm in the, the far right lane. I was actually in the slow lane going about 50 miles an hour. And the the headlights, you know, there were a lot of people. Traffic was kind of slowing down a little bit. And the lights, with the rain coming down so hard, hitting the ground and then looking like it was coming back up, and the lights and the music that was on, I was in a trance. And I had to, like, like shake myself out of it. Like, oh, all right, here's my exit. And I got off. It took me, like, I drove really slow, which I don't do ever. I never drive slow. I drove 50 miles an hour the whole way here uh, because I did not want a hydroplane off the road. It was so, it was raining so hard by the time I got near work. Uh, Today would be a good day if you've got some PTO or a sick day to use them. I probably could have used a sick day today. I don't feel uh, fantastic. I I love children. I love my kids especially. Uh, But boy, are they... It's just it just feels like it never ends. This is never going to go away. This cough and and uh, you know snot and all of it. It just feels like it's never going away. Yeah, since the pandemic, we've had the. Um, I think there's been more of an awareness. Like, let's try not to infect our colleagues and right. stay home when we're sick. I can't but do if, it. If you did that, I would li- literally never see you Correct. because you're constantly being inundated by your children's germs. Like I would be, I would have to get the whole home studio setup. Which, by the way, I have two small kids at home. I don't know that I could be like, "All right, did you guys see Drake's video yesterday? Let's have a conversation about that. Let's talk about the ethics while my kids and my wife are getting ready for school." Um, Speaking of Drake's video, did you guys see Drake's video yesterday? I did not see any. Drake's video. I saw that video. he was trending. Hmm. And I saw why he was trending. <laughs> and I, I, said, I, don't, I don't need to see that. Oh, I, I had to. I, I'm, look, I'm a journalist. Did uh, you stumble upon it? No, or did I you, went and looked for it. it yeah, okay. of course. Which I saw a lot after I did that. I saw a lot of people saying, there's grown men out there really searching for Drake's video. I didn't know what it. I didn't know the gist of it. All I saw was I saw Drake's video. Drake did something. And I said, well, I want to see what he did. And I wish that I hadn't. Oh, see, I saw why everybody was talking I about didn't him see that. at least. And I was able to put two and two together. And I go, I'm good. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't know. So I just went and searched it. And when I saw it, I went, oh, my God. That's a, you're, And allegedly he was on his, his private plane. Uh, spending some alone time uh, with himself, but the problem. <laughs> the problem was is very overt. The problem was he's Canadian. That's not a. Problem. That is not the. That's problem. not the problem. But he's got a good exchange rate, is what you're saying. Um. Yeah. Like. Like. No. He's. Yes. Yes. It's. It's a favorable. Exchange rate. So Anthony says his music sucks so bad he had to drop something else. So here's the thing. I saw a lot of... um, So let me set the scene for you as best I can. Drake's on his private plane. Again, spending some alone time with himself. There's a cell phone in his hand, and he's using that. Right. And he's he's doing that. And it's clearly someone else is on the plane because they're filming. So my question was... Well, if there's someone else on the plane, you don't do it in plain sight. Maybe you go to the bathroom. 
Maybe you go to the bedroom. Somebody on was the pl- filming him. He wasn't like. No, it wasn't filming himself. Somebody was filming him from afar, from let's say twenty feet away, and it it's not wide open. It's it, they were doing it surreptitiously, but somebody was still that that could have happened. Somebody could have walked in while you're like, <laughs> hey, oh, oh. He was assuming a level of privacy that, that did wasn't not there. Exist That's exactly right. So now the 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 rumor is that he uh, leaked it himself. I'll tell you this, I would have done the same thing if that's what was happening down below. You know what I mean? You want that out. You want that. But again, he's rich as hell. He's famous as hell. It doesn't really matter. Like, at that point, like, why? He's just really cementing his legacy here. I have a newfound respect for Carlos says he was filming himself on the mirror. Oh, it was in the mirror. Is that what it was? Okay. What plane has a mirror? His. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's more likely. I can believe it more that he was filming himself in a mirror I rather that. than somebody was just standing but, there but filming that's, him. But that's also very weird. Yes? I mean, I mean for normal people, that would be very okay. weird. It's not, not as weird as having somebody standing 10 feet away and that's filming true. you. That's true. All right. Well, I mean, you listen. know you're not alone on the plane because someone's, someone's flying, flying the plane. It. The pilot so. comes back like, hey, I just want to tell you we may hit some turbulence. <laughs> ah! He's just like, oh, no, not right now. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll just go back into the It's probably cockpit. some sort of flight mm. attendant in addition to the pilot. I would imagine. Co-pilot. I mean, at the minimum, there's four people on this plane. Tevin says, I can't believe we're talking about this. Listen, we get off on a tangent in the offseason. You know that. Sorry. I, I just was telling you about our day yesterday. But, uh, well, so I, I left here. And before Ooh. I... <laughs> I don't know what that is, but I love it. I don't either. No, he says, let's move on. Yeah, we're going to do that. <laughs> um, I was I got off on a tangent because that's something I did later in the day. When I left here, I went to pick up Bo from school. <laughs> I went to pick up Bo from school. Uh, to bust him out early, and and I was going to take him to Jersey Mike's, and then I thought to myself, well, what am I doing? I, we have hours. We have hours to burn. So I thought, you know where he loves more than anything? Dave and Buster's. So I went, picked him up from school. Now, I got there just in time, because I was going to break him out for lunch. We had to do a, a commercial. So I show up. He's the he's in the lunch line when I get there, and he's got his lunch in his hand. I'm like, ah, crap. I'm, you know, he, you don't have to eat this lunch. He walks up. He's got a. a Why'd you send him with a lunch if you knew we you did were it. picking he got, him up? He got oh. hot lunch. Oh. So we didn't send him with a lunch. So he got hot lunch because he was like, "Where's my dad? He's supposed <laughs> to be here." But we had the delay, and this dude. You know what he had for his lunch? He had three chicken fingers, and I don't know a half a pound of dreaded cheese in his little tub, and a chocolate milk. And I go, "What's uh, what's this?" And he's like, "That's my lunch." I go. Is this what you get at hot lunch? And he's like, Yeah, we can pick, you know, what we want to make. No veggies, no fruits, just a trough of it was like one of those cardboard things full of shredded cheese with three chicken fingers on top. I'm like Bo, say when. Yeah, say when. He's like, keep it coming. More, 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 more. I was dying. I was like, what is this? And so I dumped it out and I well, like I was like, here, eat his heart was content. Then we go to Betty Hanna for dinner. And I tweeted it last night. We got the Neil Peart of Neil Peart of uh, Benihana chefs. His name was Jorge. The last time we went, I'm not kidding you, it was the guy's first time. So he was like, ding, 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 ding. He had no idea. He couldn't flip anything. There, he could. He was cutting the shrimp tails off like one, 
two, three. <laughs> this guy did magic. He had one egg. He was spinning it. He put the bowl down over it. He lifted the bowl. There were two eggs. It was incredible. He was spinning the spatula on his finger for like a minute solid. My kids were like, oh, my God. He was throwing shrimp tails, flipping them, eggs in his hat. It was The dude was incredible. Shout out to Jorge at Carlsbad Benihana. You made our night. Like our, Both faces just like... I can't believe this. He was he was the best I've ever seen. Dinner in a show. He was the goat uh, last night. So that was a lot of fun. We had a, we had a great great time for his birthday. So um, I said to Hannah, "Well, we're out of things to celebrate. We had our anniversary, and you know we had uh, Bo's birthday." And she goes, "Oh, don't forget Valentine's Day is next week." And I said, oh, uh, yes, Valentine's Day next week." So we'll do a little little show for the lovers out there next week. I'm sure. Yes. Uh, it's also my uh, wedding anniversary next week. Next so, week, yeah, we've got uh, I've got some things to celebrate coming up, and uh, then we've got spring training, which I think is always a reason to celebrate. Starting on Sunday, uh, San Diego Padres season coming up right around the corner, and uh, we will be talking about your Padres today. Got a new uh, potential rumor out there, not necessarily involving the Padres, but you're looking for an outfielder who's available. Uh, one that I heard being talked about that could be on the trade market. And John Heyman was talking about the trade market as well when it comes to the Padres and outfielders. So is A.J. Preller working on anything? If he is, keeping it very close to the vest right now. Because you're not hearing much in terms of, hey, the Padres have been linked to this guy or that guy. It just hasn't happened much this offseason. But I think we've all, I think we all know that sometimes the Padres and A.J. make moves without being linked to a move beforehand. And that's pretty much what John Heyman was saying, that he doesn't expect the Padres to go out and sign perhaps a Jorge Soler uh, or any of the remaining free agents left on the market. He does feel like that they are probably pretty active in trade talks right now, trying to get creative on a deal with some teams. And uh, we'll tell you about the, the latest rumor, one I've been seeing for a couple of weeks from some you know pretty smart Padre fans in the know thinking it might be a good fit. All right, we will uh, set the menu, get started on our Wednesday program. I will tell everybody that uh, it's a Skip Schumacher day. I'll just leave it at that, yes. and uh, we'll tell you, get you into the specifics coming up. When we return, it is Ben and Woods. Let's check traffic. It is very wet out there in portions of San Diego County. Be very careful. Kelly will get you updated as we get started here. Good morning to everybody. It's Ben and Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? 
and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Aztecs coming home from Colorado Springs with a win last night. There was a little drama behind the scenes. We'll get into that coming up at 6.35 this morning in just a little while. You guys watch uh, watch the game? Half. Stay up? First half. half. First half? Yeah. 7.30. Actually, by the time they started the game, it, yeah, was, it was more late. like 7.45. It was a pretty late start last night it on was, FS1. It was fun watching the UConn-Butler uh, game, watching how good UConn is, and Butler tried to make a game of it. and and But yeah, then the Aztec game started, and... Man, I was so cashed, and and I only slept about fifteen minutes last night. But it, I think that was the fifteen minutes I fell asleep. Took a is, little uh, melatonin right at tip off. Was out at halftime. I want to have gone. melatonin talk at some point. Write that down. I would like to have melatonin talk at some point in the show. Maybe today, tomorrow, whatever. We have happy to do. We it. have lots of room to explore the space. You mean us riff on something that is yeah. not sports related Correct. for once? Yeah, finally, for once. finally, finally, God. stretch our legs a little bit. <laughs> God. I actually didn't see the uh, the end of the Yukon Butler game because for whatever reason my, our Cox cable at um Channel 10 doesn't get FS1. I mean Oh, you're in the it, chamber. It's supposed to. Ours but, does. No, I mean it's on the channel lineup and we subscribe to it. There's some sort of technical difficulty that that they can't fix and it just says this channel not available and they they haven't been able to figure out why we don't get it. So I, I streamed it. I just went online yeah. to FS1 and found it uh, streaming, but they weren't streaming the previous game. I clicked on the Aztecs game at 7.30, thinking, okay, 7.30 start. But they just had the screen that was telling me your program is about to begin. Uh, see, we had the Butler game, and on the bottom there was a scroll that said tip off the Aztecs been pushed back. I, think, I, I assume that I've watched enough Aztecs basketball. <laughs> Every game gets pushed back. But wait, so they don't just go... 
joining in progress ever. They, well, they do they on try. CBS Sports Network. They try. I mean, to they do. do it all the time. They'll they'll bump it like ten minutes, and I guess maybe fifteen tops. And if it's going to be longer than got that, it. you've got to start the game. Like if the game last night went to overtime or yeah. something, like we would it would have been a JIP for San Diego State and Air Force. Okay. But I, I kept assuming it was going to start. All I got was that screen that said, you know, FS1, your game is is about to begin, and it just kept playing the Fox football music. Dun 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 and then it would just dun 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 dun. So you think it's like glitching, maybe? Yeah, and I kept wondering what's going on. So I kept checking like the ESPN scoreboard. Like, is this game underway? Am I missing it? He was in the chamber, man. You know he was. He was like dun 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 dun. Just constantly for like ten minutes, I headed off and I'm going, "This is driving me crazy," but I don't want to miss the start of the game. And it did finally kick in. And speaking of Fox streaming, uh, I want to talk about coming up in our 7 o'clock hour, the discovery, which is uh, TNT, TBS, of a new sports streaming platform that is coming later this year and how it will and will not change your sports viewing habits. Uh, I've tried to kind of dig into a little bit more of what, what this is, what it's going to look like, you know, do we need it? Are we going to have to order this if we're going to watch sports? And yeah. we'll talk about that. Woods has asked me to Ben's plane a little bit. Yes, please. Uh, what it <laughs> what it means, and I don't know every answer, but I can give you a few answers at least on this new streamer and what it means for sports fans. We'll talk about that in our seven o'clock hour. Take on Woods. Don't do this. Our regular segments uh, qualify another listener, hopefully for a trip to Las Vegas. Well, you hope not because that would mean you'd lost. Mind losing. We'll try to qualify someone, but then excited because it's seven thirty-five today. We will be kicking off one of our new annual traditions. We call it our Tier One Tour. It's uh, it's actually very sports radio ish. Oh yeah, I, I appreciate that you let us do this, but we go team by team in Love Major it. League Baseball, counting down, and we did the math, so we have twenty nine shows remaining. Before the Padres opened the season against the Dodgers in Korea. So we wanted to take one team every single show from now until then, and we're going to preview. Oh, Polly's written it all out in an incredible graphic that uh, just has the order of everyone we're going. So today we're going to start in the East, work our way West. And we're going to begin with the Miami Marlins. Now, we won't have a guest every single time. Sometimes we'll just go through some of the moves that the teams made in the offseason and discuss it. But when we have the reason to bring on a guest, we I, will. I don't need a guest for the Washington Nationals. Exactly. No, no. but I mean, some of them you do, and, and we have friends that cover the teams, and we'll talk to our friends, and we'll we'll have a good baseball discussion with them. And the other thing we, we're going to do is we're going to predict where they're going to finish in their division. Paulie's going to keep track of those. And then at the end... We'll we'll put our names on it and and throw it out there on social media and see how we end up at the end of the year. But we do have to have content, a, a tier one in Miami who's a pretty big Marlins fan and knows the team fairly well. Yes. So at seven thirty five, the uh, manager of the Miami Marlins, Skip Schumacher, will join us to talk about. I mean, Padres fans, you think your off season's been quiet? Oh, it's been slow. I, I, I'm almost. I'm, I'm almost scared afraid to, talk to, to ask I know. Skip about it. They have signed zero free agents. Zero yeah. is the number. With the new general manager, Peter Bendix, who came in and replaced Kim Ng, they've done some front office work uh, hiring different people like Gabe Kapler and uh, Rachel Balkovec for their front office. But when it comes to players, they made a couple of trades, nothing gigantic, and zero free agent signings. But they're coming off a playoff season and a team that was uh, on the rise and was one of the more exciting surprise teams last year. So can Skip do it again? 
and prove himself the you know to be the undisputed manager of the year in baseball. Well, they're going to ask. They're going to say we're taking away a ton of the guys that you've had because they've lost some guys too. I mean, remember Jorge Soler's not coming back. More than likely, he's a free agent right now. Um, they, they've lost some players, Ben. And they're going to say, yeah, I mean, figure it out. You know, go out and make the playoffs again with less talent than you had uh, going into it. And and that's assuming they, they end the, the offseason like that. We can ask him about it. I'm, I'm sure it's frustrating for him. You come off a playoff appearance, you want to add to your team. I know the fan base is frustrated. I follow a few of their bloggers and, and podcasters as well. Um, they got some smart fans down there, man, that are really passionate about that team, and uh, yeah, it's got to be tough for him. So um, I don't want to, I don't want to belabor the point, but yeah, we are, we are having a handsome fest at seven thirty-five. There's one member in the handsome club, and that's Skip Schumacher. So we will be firing up the bus again for the ben tier, bus. the tier one tour. We have souped up the engine, <laughs> purring, <laughs> purring like a kitten, as you can hear. It is ready to it go. Is. Maybe after it's traveled to twenty nine different camps, it might might start sounding a little rough. But right now, look, oh. Oh, it is it is humming. It's I mean it's moving right now. So uh, tier one tour begins at seven thirty five. It's the Ben bus on the Ben bus across the country, starting in Miami, and we're just gonna wind our way around the country until we make our way back to the West Coast uh, to start the season with the San Diego Padres on March twentieth. Against the Los Angeles Dodgers. Here we go. Uh, second half of the program. Uh, so I saw some, I don't want to call it panic, but Baseball Prospectus released their latest Pakoda win projections where they simply just take rosters and they simulate seasons like thousands of times based on you know their statistical projections of what each player is going to do. And the Padres didn't didn't do very well in in their projections, and people are uh, are not so happy about that. Worried about what the team may look like. So we'll talk about those uh, predictions and what the statistical models say about your team in our eight o'clock hour. Got a Randall report in the nine o'clock hour. We're going to be giving away more Padres spring training tickets and uh, entering more people for the giveaway for the Southwest Airlines and the hotel stay to get you out to Peoria, Arizona next month as well for spring training. So have I covered everything? I think you have. The my menu friend. is. Good. I, good. I can't do the Benihana chef no. thing and <laughs> nobody you know, can like magic him. tricks and stuff, but I can lay out a menu as good as anyone for the start of a four hour show That's today. That's exactly right. All right, we'll come back. Uh, we'll talk a little Aztecs. They did get a road last night at Air Force. You guys missed the second half. You saw the important part of the game, I'd say. Yep. That is coming up next with Bennett Woods. Glad to have you with us on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. You know, you can listen to 97.3 The Fan on your smart speaker. Just ask your device to play 97.3 A Fan. Give it a shot. Very easy. All right. Um, Going to get into last night's San Diego State basketball game. Took care of business, which doesn't always happen in the Mountain West, especially on the road. But they played one of their better halves of the season. Talk about that after a check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. So for the second straight game, Brian Dutcher surprised me. At the start of last night's San Diego State Air Force game. Remember on Saturday against Utah State, he switched out two members of his starting lineup, which he almost never does in the middle of a season, but put Darion Trammell and Jay Powell into the starting lineup to replace Elijah Saunders and uh, Micah Parrish, who, who sat, came off the bench. Everybody was effective in that game, both the guys that entered the starting lineup, the guys that came off the bench. So I think there was kind of a an assumption that they'd roll with that same lineup again last night at Air Force. So the broadcast comes on, and it was, uh, it was our old friend Jenny Kavnar, oh, yeah. uh, formerly of Padres Telecasts, who was uh, doing the play-by-play last night on FS1. And she put the starting lineup graphic was on the screen, and she said, and Micah Parrish back in the starting lineup in place of <laughs> Jay Powell, who goes back to the bench. And I thought, well, that's a little bit of a surprise. Woods even texted me at the Pauly. moment. Or Paul texted, texted me. What? What's going on? I, I thought Jay Powell was back in the starting lineup. But I, and bought, your, I bought his explanation. I went with Hook, the, line, I and mean, sinker. I went Listen with to this, you guys. Hold on. Listen to this. I said, I think, you know, Dutch knows how valuable Jay Powell's energy is coming off the bench. Oh, 100%. Kind of that a, a Gwek a rope role from the Final Four team last year. And as much as, as well as it worked... Felt like going forward, that was probably the best, the best way for the Aztecs to be successful. I so bought in. I bought I in. Like, 100%. I, 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 can, I can see that the bench put him back right back into the starting lineup. You don't damage his confidence. I get it. Turned out, I was completely wrong. That <laughs> I love was this that story. was not the explanation because after the game, uh, Dutch explained <laughs> to uh, Mark Ziegler of the UT what actually happened. The Jay Powell was removed from the starting lineup because. He did not make the team flight to Colorado Springs. The charter flight on Monday that the team took out of Lindbergh Field. Now, he was there. He didn't oversleep. He was there with the team. Even Fancy Ben doesn't know this. Apparently, even to get on a private charter plane, you need some government documentation and ID. And he had his student ID, but he didn't have the Social Security card, whatever his whatever his card was to back it up, and they didn't allow him on the plane, so they left without him. 
And so my they, man goes from a charter plane, yeah, yeah waves him off goodbye. Bye, like, guys. I'll see you so guys if I make it. He has they to had, go back to his dorm yeah. and get his card, card. And then he comes back and he's flying Southwest they, they 38F or Yeah, something. they booked him for a, a commercial flight yesterday <laughs> morning. So while the team was waking up at the hotel in Colorado Springs and going through their shoot around and work out in the morning and going through their final game plan. He's getting on a plane. J-Pal was getting on a commercial flight and getting to Colorado Springs all day. So because he missed all the the last-minute prep, Dutch removed him from the starting lineup and put Micah Parrish, which makes perfect sense. You reminds know, he wasn't me, there. Reminds me of a friend we used to go out with that would, I'd say one out of four times at least, would forget his ID at home. And when we were young, and it would, like now if the three of us went to a bar, they would say, just come on in. That back then it was like, bro, I gotta see your ID, and you're like, oh, thanks for ruining our entire night because you left your. Mm. Who leaves their ID? At I, home? Okay, so oh I, did God. I tell you this story? I was once at a bar in Tempe. I was uh, with Shelly. This was many, many years ago. I was, I was probably like 26 <laughs> at the time. I yep. think it was before we were married, so I was young. But I had my California driver's license, yep. and we walk into the bar, and I hand it to the. The bouncer, the guy checking IDs. It's one of these college bars around Arizona State. And he looks at it and it's it's a bit worn. I've had it for a couple of years. And they like the corner of the lamination at the at the top was peeling a little bit. And he starts like peeling it off. I'm going, dude, that's my you're you're, you're wrecking my ID. And he's going, This is fake. And is like, you can't come in. And I go, This is my real legal California ID. And he's gonna go, I'm I'm taking this. I'm keeping it. I'm going. Yeah. I can't. This is my real ID. This is not. Home, I got to drive home. Yeah, whatever. Got, this is my ID. I can't replace it. I finally convinced him. Can you at least give it back to me? I, I won't go in. I'll but leave. I will leave. But you need to give me my ID back because I <laughs> promise this is my real ID. And finally, he gave it back to me. I was like, I'm out of here because I don't want. I don't want to lose my actual California driver's license to an overzealous bouncer. Like, hey, who just hey. was like. I mean, Settle how down, do Paul I Blart, look? all right? Just I'm relax. Gonna, I'm probably going to go in and have my usual one, one drink, drink and yes. leave. I'm not <laughs> I'm not the guy that you need to worry about at this college bar. I'm the last guy you need to worry about at this college bar. Oh, my God. Yeah, I, worked a, at, uh, I worked at Woodstock's Pizza by San Diego State when I was in college, and we sold beer there, and I would have to check IDs. I caught tons of fake IDs, and yet you are supposed to take it. Supposed to take it. If... <laughs> You catch a fake ID, like for sure, the the flashlight or whatever, the test you're running. Right. If it doesn't work, you are supposed to not give that back to them. And I had, I remember at least two people trying to fight. And I think this was before some of the more advanced technology that you You could really check it and scan it. This was just like judgment call time back in the Wild West. This will surprise you guys, but I also checked IDs at a few different locations. (laughs) And I never took anyone's ID. And I let pretty much everybody in. So that that won't surprise anybody. But I I felt bad for... (laughs) For that, for for J. Powell. Yeah, I mean, picture me. I'm like probably in a polo shirt. Oh yeah, walking in very, very sober, very Just ready to have a cocktail. <laughs> it's not have like a it's not like 11:30 p.m. It's probably like you know. Six, six in the yeah. evening. Yeah, what, what one <laughs> Manhattan with ben sweet vermouth? Hey, how you doing, Ben Higgins? Channel ten. Yeah. Channel ten. <laughs> oh my so. god. So J. Powell didn't make the flight. Uh, didn't get in the starting lineup. But so it was like a punishment tonight. Not that he was going to start anyway. But yeah, uh, you know, he probably was going to start. Was. Just you know, with if, the hot he, hand. if he had been there and no no lineup change. But uh, Micah Parrish took advantage, and the game started and. You know, Air Force was up eight to six, and I'm going, oh, is it going to be one of these nights? They hit like three of their first four shots, a couple of threes, and I go, you don't want to let this team get hot. 
And then San Diego State just kind of put the clamps on. Uh, They could not get a shot off, essentially, uh, on offense for Air Force. The Aztecs started hitting their threes. I think they were 10 of 14 from three-point range at some point in the first half. Just red hot. One of the the better offensive performances you've seen from the Aztecs against, admittedly, you know, a lower tier type Mountain West team. And uh, they were up 25 at the half, had four players in double figures. Uh, Micah Parrish, you know, helped that with uh, some good shooting in the first half. And then in the second half, you didn't really miss much. Uh, Air Force did start to get hot a little bit, and San Diego State got a little sloppy. And with a 25 point lead, it wasn't their best performance, but ended up holding on for a 77 64 win. It was never. It was never close. That that was the closest they got on a three at the buzzer uh, after it was pretty much 20 to 25 the entire second half. And then I think it was 25 with like four and a half minutes to go. And they went on a 14-2 run to yeah. close the game against some of the uh, the walk-ons and the, and the bench warmers after you took out Jaden Ledee and uh, you know Lamont Butler to make sure they didn't get hurt at the end of the game. Well, the uh, tropical night that they were having in Colorado Springs, <laughs> I I expected to to you know they were they were really hyping up this game as you said uh, every team that plays the Aztecs does. Um, it didn't work. Uh, the the crowd was pretty quiet. Uh, but again, they're down you know twenty at half or whatever. Uh, you're going to take the the small crowd out of it. But the tropical shirts did not bring. The boys to the yard last night at all uh, that they were giving away. Uh, that's one of the ugliest. That's one of the worst basketball teams to watch I've ever seen in my entire Always life. Is it's it's how long has their coach been there, Ben? Joe Scott's been there for a while. Um, I don't know exactly how many years, but they occasionally will run into a good team. You know, guys that stay together for four years because you don't have many transfers at the Air Force Academy. (laughs) They get locked in after, I think, their sophomore year. If you're going to stay, you're going to stay. Like Everybody around the country knows that San Diego State, their scoring can differ from year to year on on how well they are able to get the ball in the basket, whether it's 60 points a game, 80 points a game, whatever. You always know with San Diego State, the defense will always be there. It will always be at an elite level. With Air Force, you know they are going to pass 18 different times oh my God, every possession. Pauly. They're going to run the clock down to about three seconds and then just chuck up a three. Yeah, It's why San Diego State, the student section, the show, every time, at least every game that I had been to, when Air Force comes to town, the show would dress up in their pajamas. They'd bring pillows <laughs> yeah. and sleeping bags because they just lull you to sleep. I was pinning my eyes. I was like... Hannah had passed out, and I'm like holding my eyes open trying to get to the half, and then I did, and I was like, I'm out. Yeah, I mean, was... they're not even getting good shots. They no, just run the it, clock they are down good three-point shoot. I think they ended up shooting 50%, 50% from yeah. three-point range, um, and, and they made more in the second half, but they just couldn't They couldn't get an open shot. When they got an open shot, they hit it, but it was because maybe like someone on San Diego State slipped on defense yeah. or... They had missed one, and there was a really long rebound that came out to someone who was open. Those were the shots, and they made those. But when you know they have that one half a second of space where a good shooter is going to rise up and hit the three right before the defender gets his hand up, they didn't try those. They were afraid to take those shots and have them blocked by the Aztecs. You know, faster, stronger, taller defenders, and it. It led to a, a pretty ugly first half for Air Force. So Aztecs uh, not only get the win, their uh, their second road win, first at altitude all season, but they also got some help last night because around the Mountain West, uh, Nevada beat Utah State in Logan 77-63, and Colorado State beat Boise State 75-62. to So there's now a four-way tie for first place 
uh, through 10 games at 7-3 and three between the Aztecs, the Utah State Aggies, Boise State, and New Mexico. Uh, the 25th-ranked Lobos beat Wyoming 91-73. So there's four teams in first place. And then there's three teams that have four losses that are just one game behind. So you got seven teams that are still absolutely in the thick of this race in the second half of the season. It's a pretty good con- it's a pretty exciting conference this year. It is and and you're going to play one of those teams this weekend, Benny. We're going to uh, play nothing but those teams for the next teams. four games. So oh. on Friday, uh 5 o'clock on Friday they go to Reno yep. and they will play Nevada and this one I'm going to say not the must win game because you're in first place and you've got you've got time after it, but Nevada is a team you've already beaten once, and if you're going to steal one of these on the road against one of the better teams, feels like this is one that you can definitely get. So this is an opportunity game for the Aztecs to go in, sweep two road games in the week, at least remain in first place going into next week when you come home, but you're facing two teams that beat you already. You've got home games against Colorado State and New Mexico, two on the road, so you have to kind of Hold serve. You don't want to get swept by anybody. So those games are next week. And then they go to Utah State, the team that's been in first place the whole season until they lost yesterday. So the next four games are all against top teams in the Mountain West. It's a bit of a it's a bit of a run, probably the toughest conference stretch of the season for the Aztecs. Love it. I think that's uh this is this is where, you know, this is where you make your make your hay, Ben, or, and, and kind of decides, you know, and you get you're just gonna see these guys and Beat up on each other, and then you get to the conference tournament, and uh, man, it's going to be a great one. It's a really, really good conference this year. And I like, um, I like how San Diego State's playing right now. But the thing to remember is that the Mountain West tournament in Vegas <laughs> is a format where the top five teams get buys to the quarterfinals. So one plays the winner of a play-in game, two and three do as well, and then four plays five in the quarterfinals. So of those seven teams. Obviously, you're trying to get a one or a two seed, but you also don't want to be the six or the seven. You're going to have two good teams yep. that are a six and a seven that all of a sudden have to play four games in four days instead of three games in three days. And and obviously, just for many reasons, you understand why that's that's a much harder road to win. Even if you clobber your first opponent, you've used energy, you've got just more chances to lose, so you want to make sure you stay at least in the top five, Hopefully, you know, top top one or two if you're San Diego State, but it's a, it's a wide open, wide open race right now Love in the it. Mountain West. Love it. Um, let's see. Anything else basketball Ben wanted to bring up today? I did have a couple of other basketball notes as long as we're uh, on the Paul subject. Uh, Joel Embiid had a surgery yesterday, and uh, they said he's going to be reevaluated in four weeks, which doesn't mean he's back in four weeks. Keep that in mind. Reevaluated means we'll see how he's doing, and then we'll decide. What's his injury? He had a meniscus uh, repaired, left meniscus in his knee. He's obviously out of the MVP race. The question is whether he's going to be back at all this season, uh, you know, in time for the playoffs or something like that. If everything's going well, presumably in a month, they could start like a rehab and, and get him back on the court. If it's not going well, you wonder whether he's going to be back at all. For the uh, for the Seventy Sixers this season, so had one little NBA note uh, from yesterday, and uh, yeah, there you go. All right, good. That's basketball. basketball ben is my done. God, holy cow, for the morning. Like Forty minutes. Of There's a lot of basketball. Basketball, basketball bloviating yeah. uh, here on Ben and Woods this morning. Uh, there was a big 
I guess, big news yesterday in, in the world of baseball as far as contract extensions go. Did you see who got extended out and is, is going to be an Astro for life? Yeah. Uh, Jose Altuve. And I thought, you know, Jim Crane, the owner, had said he's never going anywhere. He's never going to play in another uniform. And he, he put his money where his mouth is yesterday, Benny, extending uh, Jose Altuve to five years, $125 million. Um, I mean, Dude can still play. I mean, he is a he is a really, really excellent, excellent player. And uh yeah, it's one of those again. I've really softened in my old age. Like I I I think that's a really wise move, and I don't think that's a guy you want to see in another uniform, much like the Dodgers and Clayton Kershaw. It would have been weird to see him in a Rangers uniform, uh ending his career. There's just certain guys it makes sense. You want them in, in that uniform for the rest of their lives, and um I think that's what Jim Crane and, and I know Astros fans are really, really excited about that. Uh, I thought that was you know, he's got the money to spend for sure. Uh, I thought it was a, a pretty smart move. You know, we talked about it yesterday with the Bobby Witt Jr. extension, <laughs> yeah. and I was talking. We talked about Fernando Tatis and his extension, and Julio Rodriguez. And I, I said I really think it's good for the game because there was a time not too long ago where people were lamenting the days of like Cal Ripken, Tony Gwynn. You know what I mean? Like guys that would just. Derek Jeter, guys that stayed with the same team their whole career, and you started to see guys just chasing the money. Yep. Every you know, signing two year deals, still going to be those deals, guys, and they're still will, of course. But I do like that a lot of the superstars are signing these ten, eleven, fourteen year deals because it keeps them there for life. That's yeah. a good point. Yeah, that's a good point, Polly. And this uh, deal was, I would say, it was very responsible of the Astros. It is not a backloaded deal. Yeah. It's a front-loaded deal. Yeah, it's front-loaded. So he'll make, I believe, like $35 million the first couple of years, but then it goes down 25 20 and then 10 yeah. in the final year. So while the luxury tax number will remain an average of 25 per year, they're actually not going to be hamstrung. Like when he's older and, you know, maybe in his swan song farewell season, he won't be eating up $38 million, million, yeah, dollars million of dollars payroll in a, a yeah. back-loaded deal. Like, you know, Xander Bogarts and Manny Machado and you Darvish may be doing for the Padres, he'll only be making $10 million. So when you kind of reduce his role and you're, you're only trotting him out as a, as a part-time player perhaps in five years and, you know, doing that farewell tour, you can stomach that a little bit more because you're probably getting him at a, a pretty bargain basement salary because you were willing to front load that deal. We'll pay more now when you're still closer to your prime. To your prime you yeah. know, and then in the end, will pay a little bit less, which I thought was uh, was very responsible of the Astros, especially yeah. in a league where a lot of teams are going the other direction. And going, How little can we pay a guy now? And we'll pay the piper later. We'll pay later. the piper later. Yeah. The Dodgers being the the number one example of that right now. Yep. You know, deferring and backloading. Astros didn't do that. They went the other direction. They zagged when everyone else is zigging. That's exactly right in Major League Baseball. All right, um, we've got a new streamer, and Woods wants me to Ben Splain as best I can what this means for the sports viewing landscape. The big announcement from ESPN Fox, TNT yesterday. Get to that and take on Woods coming up next, hour number two ahead on The Fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 